0: What's up, sports fans? Welcome to the FCA Guy, where we talk sports and faith in Hayes County. Today, I'm with Coach Isaac Rodriguez, who is our offensive coordinator here for the Lobos. Coach, how are you doing today?
1: Doing great, Barry. How are you?
0: Well, I saw you all in practice today out there. It looked a little warm. You look like you're still recovering from that.
1: Uh, The weather's actually pretty nice. It hasn't been as hot as it used to be. You know, the last three weeks, it was pretty rough. But today, you know, had a little cloud coverage and nice little breeze. It felt good. It looked good out there. Coach,
0: we have a little bit of history I've known you now, I think, about three years. I uh, knew when you were at Hayes, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about that a little bit. But I do want to just jump in to a little bit about you, your family. I know folks would love to hear your family's expanding.
1: Yes, sir. Um, we'd do that, and then love to hear a little bit more about maybe your playing history, if you could do that for us. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, I'm married to my, we- my lovely wife, uh, who's a nurse, who's uh, a nurse uh, Ixley Rodriguez. Um, and then we got three beautiful daughters, uh, added a, a new addition this past, uh, summer or past, uh, yeah, summer, uh, June, June 7th. And, uh, Kinsley, Kinsley June actually is her name. And, uh, have my oldest daughter, Isabella. She's uh, eight going on nine here in January. And Jaden, she's our, she's our little, little monster. You know, she's the life of the family. She's a, uh, she's fun. She's fun to be around. She's got a little attitude to her, but, you know, I, I tell everybody that's my little, uh it's my future athlete right there because she's she's on my hip like like nothing else. So we're just excited about all you know our family's growing and you know wherever God takes us, whether we add another one or not, um, you know that's to come. But you know they kind of say you know when you add that third that third child, it's kind of like you're playing zone defense now. And uh, I think that's where we're at right now for sure. Well, coach, that's,
0: thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I want to back up a little bit. I asked you earlier some and maybe some interesting facts that most people probably wouldn't know. And one of them was
1: that you played baseball. Is that correct? Yes sir, I played baseball, you know, growing up, that was my first love, you know. We, we fall, in, fall in love with sports early. Um and baseball was one of those that I fell in love with early. Um and uh you know, but once I got to high school, football became, you know, the love, but uh in in high school I had the opportunity to go and play uh, in Puerto Rico and represent, you know, the United States with a uh, some uh, athletes all over the, the United States and uh, represent the, you know, United States in a I guess like a 2 week baseball experience down and what there in what position Rico. did you play, coach? Uh, I played a catcher, played outfield uh, primarily. And, uh, yeah. And what drew you to, uh, <clears throat> say, football over baseball? It's just the love, the grind. You know, you grind in baseball, but, you know, going through the physicality part of football, you know, you get the bumps, the bruises, but it's not just you doing it. You know, it's the whole team that's going through it. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to play for Coach Bush and Coach Goad and, at Sam Marcus and just the boot camp mentality and then having the uh, – Going through the off season with your teammates, you know, going through that cold, muddy weather, you know, and just doing the, you know, bear crawls over the uh, telephone poles and just build that camaraderie, camaraderie, you know, not necessarily the same kind of camaraderie that you build in, in, in baseball. Sure. I understand that's a culture that you're building here also.
0: Yes, sir. Kyle Lehman, which we appreciate. Let's talk about your playing history. Let's start mm-hmm. with
1: high school. I understand you played football here. at Kyle Lehman. Yes, sir. I uh I played here at Layman my junior senior year. Like I said, I played for Coach Goad and Coach uh Coach Bruce Bush over at San Marcus, my freshman sophomore year in seventh and eighth grade year, going up through the, the slot T offense. Um and then my uh my oldest one of my older brothers uh, was in the military and uh he had a house here in Kyle and he was getting stationed in Indiana and didn't necessarily want to sell his house, so he asked my parents to uh move in and so you know, at that, I, I don't have any say in that, you know, I'm a teenager. Um, so we moved to Kyle and uh, could have gone to San Marcos, but, <clears throat> you know, that would have put some stress on the family. All right. My dad was working early mornings and didn't, you know, if he was going to drop me off at school for weights and stuff, he's dropped me off at five in the morning. Ain't going, ain't nobody going to be there at five in the morning. So he's like, hey, you're going to go to Layman," And I was like, hey, I'm all for it. It's a new school. It's a new opportunity. And, you know, the rest is history. Um, I was supposed to be the starting quarterback, but that senior year, the first year of varsity football, but, uh, Tore my MCL, PCO at a at house park actually versus Crockett in a scrimmage. So, got to start the last two games of the season. Uh, didn't do any surgery or anything, but rehabbed and was able to start the last two games.
0: My understanding is <clears> that Lehman High School is now at about 17, 18
1: years? 20 years. It's the 20th 20 year. year. Okay. 20 20th years. year open. It's okay, it.
0: great. Uh, that's good to know. Um, 20 years. Let's talk about how you got into coaching.
1: Yeah. Uh, from high school, where did you go? How did you do you always want to be a coach? Mm-hmm. So in high school, you know, I, you know, I was in sports my whole life, um, had some great role models in my life, coaches, parents, you know, and had some friends, you know, who were very great athletes, you know, and could have helped us on the field. Um, unfortunately, they didn't they didn't make it. Um, and I'm not sure why they didn't stick it out through, through the sports. But um, seeing that, I just wanted to be that person that could be that positive light in the kid's life and mm-hmm. keep them in the program. Uh, coach Castillo says that we want to keep all the kids here. And I've heard many coaches say it. If we ain't got no kids to coach, then we ain't got a job, right? So you want to keep every kid and you want to make every kid to feel important within your program. So that's one of the reasons why. Um, but after high school, I went to a, went to Texas State, started college for a little bit, joined the military my sophomore year of college. Um, joined the military was in the reserves for eight years did one tour in Iraq in 2011 Um, came back graduated from college in 2015 and then uh, got my first opportunity to coach at Fort Bend Dulles High School in Fort Bend ISD um, with coach J.L. Geist he's the head coach over at Clark now Um, he actually he was the defensive coordinator here at Lehman Um, so I reached out to him and he gave my you know my first opportunity to be a high school football coach and then uh, that was a little short stint there and um just wanted to move back to home get close to my family you know we had a baby we had Isabella you know our first daughter you know she was two at the time and it's kind of stressful my wife was going to nursing school so I was trying to move back home to this area and coach Goad had an opportunity for me over at Navarro High School um and so once went with him to Navarro and then you know he he blames me for for moving from Navarro he said I could have retired at Navarro but uh you know I put it in his ear said hey coach Hayes is open if you're interested he uh, he bit and he went and, you know, he gave me an opportunity to go with him to Hayes and, you know, and I was there for a while. <clears throat> and then went to Aikens with Coach Sachs. Coach Sachs took over the program at Aikens, asked me to come on as offensive coordinator. Again, a little family issue, just wasn't able to the scheduling and it wasn't right. And, you know, I heard Dave Aranda say this in one of his uh, interviews, said that uh, football is something he does. It's not who he is as a person. And uh, that stuck with me. And uh, just knowing the stress that I was putting on my family, being, you know, the offensive coordinator at Aikens, you know, just wasn't the right timing for me. As much as I have my aspirations and my career goals, you know, my family's, you know, is first. So, uh, you know, Coach Goad offered me another, another opportunity to come back to Hayes and I took it, you know, just being the best fit for my family at the time. And then uh, this year, Coach uh, Castillo came over to Layman, and, you know, I've always wanted to come back to Layman. I've always wanted to help turn this program around because I believe in Layman. I believe in Kyle. I believe in the kids and the, the, the community as well. You know, I think they want a successful program here. And I think uh, Coach Castillo gave me the opportunity to come be the offensive coordinator it was great. And... You know, I believe in what Coach Castillo is doing. I believe in what the staff is doing. I think we're changing the culture here. And like I said um, a few weeks ago, I think name is going to be in a great spot here. And by the end of this year, going into next year for sure. You <clears> mentioned
0: <throat> something I just want to touch on. John Wooden, uh, the great basketball coach, had a, had a statement. He said, a good coach can change a game. A great coach can change a life. Yes, sir. Uh, you had mentioned how this is more than just a game. Yes, sir. It's about kids. Uh, it's about making life change. So I appreciate that very much. Um, so let that might just feed right into this. Why coach? I mean, why? Yeah. You mentioned it earlier. I thought you might want to elaborate on that just a little bit. I always wanted to be a coach um, for the simple fact that I wanted to change lives with kids. So yes, I get
1: the opportunity with FCA, but I'd love to hear. From yeah. Me. You know, you know my, going back to family, you know, I spend a lot of time with these kids. Um, Sometimes I spend more time with them than they do with their own families. Right. So I think we have a great impact on how they how they grow up. Um, We uh, we get to mentor them, not just on the field, um, in the classroom. Right. When kids aren't doing right in the classroom, we can be that redirector, so to say, so that they do act right in the classroom. But our job, you know, as a coach, not only to win football games, but like I said, to change a kid's life and to help impact the community in the future. Because at some point, those guys are going to become, or those ladies, because, you know, softball as well, are going to become parents as well. And if we can uh, direct them in a positive way or <clears throat> influence them in a positive way, it, we're not just changing them, but we're changing the trajectory of their, lo- their, their families in the future.
0: I think a lot of people listening forget that you're also a teacher, mm-hmm. you're not just a football coach. Yes, sir. So how many hours, I mean, how many classes are you currently teaching?
1: Uh, so I'm, I'm a coach teaching the, uh, the edge lab. So credit recovery. So a lot of these kids that I do get to interact with they've they've already got an obstacle that they're facing right in their, in their educational realm. Um, so they're trying to recover their credits. So in that class, I'm, I'm helping them try to recover those credits so that they can graduate. You know, I got seniors in there who are trying to recover several class, you know, credits and, um, I just got to motivate them and keep them on pace so that they can graduate um, because at the end of the day, you know, school's school, but that that paper that they're going to receive at the end of the, this high school career is going to change their life. Absolutely. When I first met you,
0: it was at Hayes High School. Uh, I was a new <clears throat> rep for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and you welcomed me to come onto the campus, and you had a huddle. You were a huddle coach. How did you get involved with Fellowship of Christian Athletes?
1: Uh, so I started attending FCA when I was in junior high, um, coach poppy and coach, uh, Sandoval and coach halatin uh, were some of my junior high coaches talking about some good coaches. Those were some great guys that had some positive influences on my, on me and some of our, my coaching buddies that are coaching now, but, uh, they had FCA and I didn't, I never knew what it was. I was like, what's FCA? And then they said, uh, if you come out, we got some donuts for you. I said, okay, I'll be there. And so, uh, you know, I went for the donuts, but uh, I got, you know, I got a message and I received the message and kind of just stayed with FCA through throughout my high school career. Um, but, you know, just being part of that community, that FCA community learning, you know, who, who God was learning that, you know, his love for us as individuals and as people and who somebody's going to love us no matter what we do, you know, and going to kind of redirect us like coaches do. Right. Um, is, is what drew me in, and then just the community that you create with the people that aren't on the football field. right? There's basketball have, players, softball, whatever other sports are out there.
0: Our statement is to lead every coach and athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and the church. And so I think you're doing that very well. And here at Layman, I think believe you're also involved with FCA, is that correct?
1: Uh, coach is leading it, but I'm helping him out. Um, you know, football season is kind of hard for football coaches. But, again, I, I'm, you know, I was in there last Friday, and we had about 15 kids in there. We had a softball player leading the huddles, and we had Archer uh, leading leading the, the the group for the for the males. So it was good. It was good. And just trying to continue to grow those numbers is going to be good. Well, I really appreciate what you're doing with the Fellowship <clears throat> of Christian Athletes here
0: on campus. I think that's going to be part of the cultural change that we have here. Uh, Coach Castillo, I want to call you Coach C., for some reason. Um, but Coach Castillo is sitting here also, and I want to thank him for allowing us for FCA to be on campus and what we're doing. And I know how much you care about these kids. Every coach that we've – this is our third podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but every coach has expressed the same, that it's important that these kids have an opportunity yep. beyond football or beyond sports. So I greatly appreciate it. Coach, let's turn our attention a little bit to the game. Sure. Um, we learned a lot about Isaac. Thank you so much. It's it's really a pleasure, and it's been a pleasure for three years. So I look forward to continuing to work with you. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about football. We mm-hmm. just had a game. Yep. We had McCallum. Uh, played at House Park this weekend. Um, we got off to a little slow start. We kind of had a little comeback there. It, it seemed like a really good game. Do you want to just kind of comment a little bit on that, and we'll talk about our next game?
2: Yeah, you know, I thought going into the game uh – You know they weren't as physical as the previous team, Uh, but they came out and they you know they hit us in the mouth and you know we started the game really well. You know we started with a a three and out defensively, got the ball, they punted out of bounds, and then we just couldn't capitalize there. Uh, Come back around, punt it, or go. I think we went for it, and they get the ball back, and then we stripped the ball, score a touchdown, Uh, but the play was called back for some reason. Uh, But anyway. You know, we're fighting that uphill battle, and uh, it got to about 24 to nothing, and I knew we needed some kind of spark, Uh, and so we'd brought some kids up because they canceled a JV game on us, Um, brought in a sophomore quarterback just to give us a spark, just see if something could light up, and, you know, he kind of gave us a little bit something here and there, scored a couple touchdowns, so... uh, you know, we we felt good. I think towards the end we had an onside kick that kind of just. I, I I told the coaches it, was, it went nine point nine nine yards. If it had gone that one more inch or whatever, it would have it would have been our ball. Uh, but it is the breaks, you know. Uh, I think you know again talking to uh, one of our guys who helps us with stats and and uh, his, uh, Raymond Hall, and he he's been here for six or seven years, and he, you know he kind of gives me a feel of the program uh, just from a different angle, not just a, a coaching angle. So you know he writes in his notes some things for us and he said uh the great thing about this team is they're buying into you guys not quitting and uh that's that's all I can ask for right now um you know we didn't quit at the end we we stayed the course i think we just ran out of time and uh you know we'll, we'll be in this one too you know we're going to fight to the end and that's all i can ask for our kids and you know if we execute instead of 50% of the time if we 80% we're we're talking, we're having a little bit more smiles on our faces this morning, but uh, it is what it is. We're going to keep, you know, like I told you this morning, I, I'm going to keep keep the faith and keep going down the path, and we'll be fine. We'll figure it all we out. Had,
0: we had a good discussion about that, We the end result <laughs> there. I spoke to Raymond in the hallway mm-hmm. before I came in. Uh, he informed me he's the stat guy. And mm-hmm. so we had a really nice conversation about mm-hmm. that. And he mentioned the fourth quarter is actually one of your best quarters. Right. As far as stats go, he right. says we can continue to do that. Yep. He echoed exactly what you said to me. Is like the the change of the kids was still really positive in the fourth quarter. Right. Uh, so that's something that we can take into our next game. Mm-hmm. I think um, our next game is going to be at home. Yep. We're actually going to be at Bob Shelton Stadium, and we're going against the Lockhart Lions, yep. who are sitting at one and one mm-hmm. right now. They have a pretty looks like a pretty strong
2: offense. Yep. So. You care to comment on that game just a little bit? Sure. Very, very talented skilled kids. Uh, Quarterback is unbelievable. You know he's uh, he's got a great arm. Uh, He can make plays with his feet. Uh, Has been their quarterback for two years. Uh, He just he knows how to run their offense. He's smart. Uh, You know they got a nice little running back. Nice couple receivers up front. They're big. Uh, So it's going to be week three of that again. Uh, But again, you know I think you know if our defense aligns right, uh, runs to the football. Uh, we'll be fine offensively, you know we we've we've kind of opened up um uh, you know, a quarterback competition and really an everywhere competition. I think you know, I believe in Isaac what we're doing and he's tweaking some stuff and you know he knows uh you know, he knows kind of now more of our players and you know things that work, things that don't uh, and then matching it with his his philosophy and his you know his offense that he wants to run. I think we'll be in good shape this morning, you know, when you came out, um uh, you know again, using our coaches and, and Ray even, you know, to kind of show our kids like if we do everything the right way, execute the right way and timing and stuff like that, where everybody's doing their job, we'll be fine. You know, I have a captain's meeting in the morning before uh, every practice on Monday. Just kind of get a feel of the program, feel the kids. And then I give them a leadership lesson for the week. Like, what is it that we want? And uh, so this week was trust. You know, so we have to start trusting each other. And uh, that goes, it's, you know, especially if we're playing the game. And I talked to the kids. I was like, what does trust look like as you play the game? Well, I have to trust my brother that he's running the right route. I have to trust my lineman next to me that he's he knows how to block the next level if I do whatever play. I have to trust that the quarterback's going to read the right read and throw it the right way. Um, so all of these things are built into the trust that we need to have. Because once we start trusting each other and executing, we're going to be fine and, you know, the kids can lose trust in us if we don't know what we're doing, too. So, you know, we had our coaches meeting the uh, other day. I was like, look, we've got to know our stuff. Once we know our stuff, we feel good about it. They'll trust us more and more. And, uh, you know, the thing about trust is you can lose it pretty quick, one second. And so we want to make sure that we don't do that.
0: Well, being around your program for a short amount of time and getting to know some of the coaches, mm-hmm. uh, I've been on this in these halls yep. for a couple of years now. Uh, I. I sense and I feel like there's some sunshine here. There is there is a change, mm-hmm. and I think there's it's it's on the horizon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, I, and I'm thankful for that, I thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate you allowing me to come in here and visit with you each week. And we're going to continue to do this mm-hmm. each week. I just want to remind everybody it's this Friday at Bob Shelton Stadium. at 7 o'clock. Yep. We're going to play the Law Court Lions. So any final
2: comments on – you want to encourage our our fans to come out. You think we have a special going on? You know, I, I just again, I think that we're on the the cusp of being great, and it may happen Friday night, and so we need everybody there to come see it, come cheer us on, come, you know, just see what the you know see what's happening with Lehman. I, I think again, the previous way of doing things is hey, this doesn't this doesn't work, so let's just it's over for us, we're done. Well, I know one thing: this this staff, this uh, this team won't quit. We'll fight to the end, uh, and at some point it's going to click for us, and we're going to end up changing this thing. And it may happen Friday. I hope it happens Friday uh, because, again, I think – and I told the kids this, it's not the talent that's, that's missing here. It's the mindset. Once we switch that mindset, boom, it's going to happen. And uh, we hope everybody's out there Friday night to see that happen.
0: Well, I hope everybody will come out this Friday again. It's Bob Shelton Stadium against the Lockhart Lions. Coach Rodriguez, thank you. Coach Castillo, thank you very much. Thanks, thank you. And we'll see you Friday night.